Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss. You're listening to episode 144. I have a great guest today, and it's going to take up the majority of the time. But before we go to our guest, I just wanted to remind you, I have a, uh, a project out there. It's not mine, but I'm helping with it called Grant Rising. It's on Kickstarter, and if you're into Civil War maps, books, it's a Civil War map book by Hal Jesperson and Dana Lombardi. It's being put out by Lombardi Studios. I'd ask that you go take a look. They are sponsoring this podcast, and we appreciate their support for that. Now, let's go talk to our guest. My guest today is someone who uh, is doing uh, something rather ambitious and being very successful at it. He is creating a documentary uh, called The Adventures on the Tabletop. His name is Douglas Morse, and he is a film professor and independent filmmaker out of Manhattan in New York City. Doug, thanks for joining me. Hey, Richard. Thank you very much. Well, this is exciting. Uh, you're your documentary, um, I've watched a little bit about it, uh, kind of followed you as you got this thing going, and it's kind of exciting that you're doing that. What is a film professor? What is a film professor? It's someone who generally has a Master of Fine Arts, which I can't even draw, so I like the fact, I find it ironic that I have a Master of Fine Arts, and it's someone who corrupts the minds of young filmmakers, and I teach, generally teach screenwriting and script analysis. Okay, and then you decided to put out a, uh, you've decided to combine, it sounds like a couple of passions, uh, gaming and filmmaking, right? Right, this will be, you know, I've been gaming forever, like hopefully everybody who listens to this podcast is a gamer from way back, that's what I assume. Uh, I was started with Dungeons and Dragons, and then at some point in there, after my teen years and into adulthood, I discovered Eurogames with Settlers of Catan. And filmmaking was also has also been a long-time passion. And I have directed six independent feature films, so Adventures on the Tabletop is going to be my seventh film. And yeah, it's bringing together the two things that I absolutely love, which are gaming and movie making. So what could, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Tabletopmovie.com is where that's located, right? That's where we are right now. It points to our Kickstarter page, and eventually it will become something else. I don't know exactly what, but right now, um, tabletopmovie.com is the place to get all the information. So let's talk about a little bit about your Kickstarter, uh, your Kickstarter campaign. Well, before we do, there, there's been a few um, projects out there already uh, around, uh, around documentaries, around board gaming. Going Cardboard uh, is out right. there. and uh, Florian documentary, yeah. Yep. Um, and I've been in touch with her. She, she's extremely generous with her time and her contact. When I had been wanting to make a movie, I won't say this movie because I haven't been wanting to make this movie. I had been wanting to make a movie about gaming and tabletop gaming for a long time. However, I didn't have a story angle. I thought, you know, I can film a bunch of people around a table playing Settlers, but how interesting will that be? But, you know, we'll wait and somehow manages to do it. So I didn't really know what my story would be, so I continued with other projects, and then I saw Kane's Arcade, that, that amazing short film about a kid who makes a, an arcade out of cardboard. Sure. And I thought, wow, uh, yeah, you know that, right. Yeah. And I will make a movie about the people who are cutting out their bits of cardboard, who are playing with rules, who are moving pieces around, who are creating prizes. You know, there's no difference between nine-year-old Kane and Alan Moon or any of these other major designers that we have, 
who are cutting out cardboard and making things for people to play. And so that was going to be my angle, and that would be my story. Now, it's a documentary, so story is very sort of flexible. I also knew that Lorian's film was out there, and I haven't seen it yet, and I haven't seen it yet on purpose because I, I want to still make my own movie. But I know I have, an, I have an idea of what hers is about and the focus um, of her movie, and I've been trying to steer away from that. So that I'm sure there'll be a lot of overlap, but I'm really trying to carve out my own story. Well, and I don't think uh, I don't think anybody's going to worry about that because there's something happening, right? There's something happening in our world. We're all gamers. Many of our listeners are gamers, but there's something happening that's that's causing your project. Uh, I had mentioned I have kickstarted my own documentary around Kickstarter and board gaming. That's uh, you know a small little effort on my part, Lorian's part. We're seeing this desire and need to document something that's happening right in front of us. What, how, what do you feel that, that thing is, that transformation that's happening in the board game space and how board gaming community is changing and how it's changing us? What do you think about that? Well, I was, it's like jumping into a frigid pool because I had been out of the board gaming space for a long while. I was raising my son and I was making movies that were not about tabletop gaming and I was you know, outside of the gaming space for a chunk of time. And I came back to it and I went, oh my God, this thing has exploded. It's exploded in terms of awareness. And as I started digging into the documentary, two major explosions were happening. Uh, one is the rise of the independent designer. Now, the independent designer has always struggled. and But now their access to to audience and their access to funds has made an explosion of games that exist that never existed before. So that's one thing. And I've, I've truly, I think Lorian's, I haven't seen her documentary, but I think she was right before the explosion of Kickstarter. Yes, she was, she was right before yeah. it. So what I, what I am capturing in my documentary is how Kickstarter is completely transforming what you and I know of as the game in as a what you and I know as the gaming industry, and that's something that's a story thread I didn't know about six months ago when I started conceiving of this project, and one that I am now actively actively following up on as I as I gather my footage. Where do you see it going? Because, like you said, you were outside, you jumped in, and suddenly there's that shock. It's like this is not the way you remember the board game or tabletop industry, and so, I mean it as you get ready with your documentary and you're putting it out there, are there, are there things that you're seeing that you just are like, wow, I just, I am so excited. I get to talk about this. What are some of those things that you're just thrilled that you have the opportunity of sharing or that you're learning? Well, there's such a parallel between filmmaking and gaming. I, I could list the parallels and they would be a very long list, but I'll try to sort of sum them up. First of all, they're both about communal storytelling. You're entering a world in which all the participants are telling the story. They're also about conflict. You know, movies are driven on scenes that have conflict in them, and they, they reach a climax and a resolution. Well, the game is the exact same way. You get a group of people around a table struggling in conflict to come up with a winner. Now, even if it's uh, theoretically called a cooperative game, you still have an antagonist, an antagonistical force, if you will, that you have to defeat. So games and films are driven by conflict. Games and films are both about communal storytelling 
within sort of fantastical or very real world situations. And uh, what was your question? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, you're, uh, you're identifying is that what is so compelling that what's happening, that's making us, you, me, all the explosion of websites, reviews, everybody seems to suddenly have woke up and said, wow, this is worth sharing. And it would appear that the, the public in general is much more open. Uh, oftentimes when people... I, here, here, here's, yeah, here is something that I think is happening, and it's something I'm, I'm looking at for the documentary. I'm not sure how much will end up in the documentary, and that's also a great thing about documentaries. You learn so much, even for the filmmaker, it's a joy to sort of experience all of this information, even if it's not getting get into the movie. Video games the video game designers are all generally come from, or at least the old school video game designers, come from a heavy tabletop background or role-playing background. And I didn't realize this, but I was watching the Shadowrun Returns video on Kickstarter, and they start with a tabletop mock-up of their game. That's how they test their rules and test their situations. And I think what has happened is, part of what is happening is the video game world dwarfs what happens in the tabletop world. It's orders of magnitude larger in terms of money, resources, etc. But that said, they are our people. In other words, the overlap between um, tabletop gamers and video gamers, we still all like the same thing. And so I think a lot of video gamers are discovering tabletop games. I think there's sort of a, a collective movement to understand gaming as gaming rather than separate little categories and there are joys to be had for both video gaming or tabletop gaming or playing poker or cards or any type of what you would call play is all fair game and so for people to discover oh there are alternative methods of play there are other ways that we can spend and enjoy our time who knew this existed how and how exciting it is and there are new games that we can be passionate about that are coming out all the time. And so that helps feed the energy of this, of this expansion of the hobby. And I likened it at one point to, you know, books. Books come out all the time, whether they're romances or thrillers or what have you. And now we don't have like a trickle of games. We have more of a large publishing industry that's feeding people's desires for for games and gaming and play. Do you think that there has been a built-up over the years, I call it the calcification, so you'll know where my bias is coming from, that (laughs) most of the games that would ever be consumed were being produced at the rate of consumption, meaning supply was equaling demand. And... But Kickstarter has kind of turned that on its head. I So obviously you can tell my bias by the very question, but am I making sense? Uh, what I think, you know, obviously there's a, I, I haven't taken economics, uh, but I think from what I, again, I'm coming into this right as the explosion is happening at Kickstarter, but I think the gaming community exploded with the traditional um, publishers and distribution in place. I think you actually saw that way back when you started to see the, you know, the English translation of games. You know, Rio Grande was the first, you know, major people who were who were taking English language uh, German games and, and translating them into English and releasing English language versions. Then you had Mayfair doing the same thing. So what I think that was doing was building up a larger and larger fan base 
And as more and more people got into the hobbies, more small publishers, you know, sprung up. And so it started spreading. So I, I think Kickstarter is feeding a need for this, these people who always wanted to design games, and now they can reach their audience. Yeah. Because and, the audience has been built up from the traditional publishers. And so you, t- you decided to take your project to Kickstarter. We've got about uh, three, four minutes left here. Um, oh, boy. You, okay. Yeah, it goes by fast. Your, uh, your project, it's tw- uh, as of the time of the recording, it's 21 days to go. Your goal was $5,000. You've surpassed right. that. You're sitting at a uh, little over $7,000, 160 backers. A couple have actually backed the project while we're recording. I have it here in front of me. Any okay. challenges that you saw putting this together, getting this on Kickstarter? Um, what kind of advice or challenges did you see trying to make this happen? Um, research. I didn't realize, you know, I've had a couple failed crowdfunding things before for my other movies, and I think I wanted to learn from my mistakes. So this is my first Kickstarter campaign, and I read a lot and listened a lot to how other people had had functioned and succeeded in Kickstarter. Some of the lessons I learned were that I wanted to have a low goal because I wanted to make sure that I reached it. My real goal between you and me was three times that amount. I knew I would need about three times that to actually make the movie. So I was aiming for that. I was using the models of the gamers, not the filmmakers, but I was using the models of what the gamers were doing in terms of stretch goals and what have you to really focus my campaign. I was trying to learn from them because I think gamers, again, have that sense of what it means to be competitive, what it means to strategize in a way that filmmakers, it's not innate to a filmmaker, right? Filmmakers are very good with certain things. A lot of them are very good with technology. A lot of them are very good with storytelling, not as good, perhaps, with the strategizing. And so I tried to learn from the tabletop gamers who were posting on Kickstarter and posting about their experiences how to crowdfund a film. And in fact, I even have this listed in the tabletop area of Kickstarter. You won't find it in the documentary area of Kickstarter. You're going to find it in the tabletop because I knew that's where my audience was. I knew that those were the people who could help spread the word about the movie. So, again, it's about strategizing. I could have strategized better. I mean, I look at this campaign and I'm thinking there are things that I I am learning now and that I can do even better on the next one. Uh, But I I really enjoyed learning about Kickstarter, and I'm devoting literally four weeks. I, I devoted four weeks to planning the campaign and four weeks to just the campaign. And, again, I learned that by researching on the Internet that that's what you have to do. You know, it's interesting. I use Lorian uh, going cardboard, her documentary that she kickstarted part of it, but she didn't plan right. on that from the beginning. She kickstarted the editing portion at the end. And that's what I have begun to tell people is that, look, just because your project ended and you succeeded doesn't mean that you have to stop. You can't go back and, and find a way to make it better. And your fans oftentimes are more than willing to be generous with that. So that's uh that's right. good. And I, but I would have to, and this is something I've really tried to figure out in my campaign, is how to add value for the backers. And so if I went back to Kickstarter, if there was more I wanted to do, because I was very clear in my, in my campaign that this money will go towards these things, and the more I raise gives me more ability to create a more comprehensive documentary. And so if I needed to go back to Kickstarter, I would be very clear about this is what you are getting for further contribution. However, the people who have contributed 
already have earned their digital download or DVD or whatever that I'm offering. And if I went back, it would be, I'm going to offer not only this DVD, but this extra material, sure. this extra sure. um, something of interest to you. I'm going to give you value for for going back, not just because I ran out of funds and I can't finish the movie. So that's, that wouldn't be acceptable to me. I've, uh, as we wrap up here, I've noticed that um, you... Oh, now I lost my... Now, now what was the question? Uh, <laughs> you've set the... You're just, asking me about Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and where the campaign was going, I think. Yeah, no, I got it. Um, you're, you're, uh, this is our last question because we're out of time here, but your estimated delivery date is a, a year and a half from now. Right. Uh, were you concerned about that long delay between getting it to them... The, give, them giving you the money and you delivering the product? Uh, no, for several reasons. One is uh, I've made seven, six feature films. This is my seventh, so I will deliver. A lot of films crash and burn in the world, and winning won't be one of them. Uh, the other thing is that I am offering stretch goals that include posting of additional material that people want because people want this game yesterday, uh, this movie yesterday. They want to be able to order it on Netflix tonight. And people are, are, you know, like, when can we see this? When can we have it? Whatever. I'm like, okay. Um, I knew people would want the information now. And so I created stretch goals that would trigger the release of, of material. Things like my interview with Alan Moon, things like a panel discussion I set up among major publishers. Uh, one of the one of my goals was to raise money to go to Origins. So I'm going to go to Origins. And I will be posting updates from Origins. So everything I am doing is about being able to give the backers as much as I can, as early as I can. Um, I think I've learned Kickstarter is a lot about transparency. It's a lot about engaging the fans. And so they're going to be getting things for their pledges throughout the filmmaking process. That's really one of my goals. And I am not going to rush the film. I'm going to make a proper narrative. And I think that in the end, that is what they are going to want. And at the same time, I'm going to give them what they deserve for believing in the project. So at this, you know, 18 months before, before I anticipate being done. Perfect. Well, Doug, I appreciate you being on the show and uh, sharing a little bit about the thought process that's uh, gone into the, your documentary. Good. I hope people check us out on tabletopmovie.com and, of course, on Kickstarter. So you've been – my guest has been Doug Morse. He is a uh, professor of film and independent filmmaker. He is doing a – and a gamer. He's doing a documentary on uh, board gaming called Adventures on the Tabletop. It's located, as he just said, tabletopmovie.com is where you can go find that. That will redirect to the Kickstarter project. Uh, this is uh, kind of exciting. I would encourage you to go take a look at it. So many of you are uh, that listen are gamers, and this will be a chance to uh, support, I think, a very worthy uh, project within the gaming community. I want to thank Doug. Hopefully you've heard something, as a listener, inspirational. I know I have. Uh, Doug uh, is giving us a lot of great hope that the industry continues to grow and the board game market is just uh, has a lot in its future. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. Thank you for listening. We look forward to seeing your project so that we can help you fund your dream. Take care.